welcome to The First Home Guidebook, a podcast exclusively for first home buyers. I'm Amy Linardi, a buyer's agent who has helped over a thousand people buy a property in the last decade. I'm here to share my property expertise and insider tips to help give you the confidence to buy your first home. Plus, I'll also be bringing to you property stories from first home buyers about how they managed to get into the market, which will hopefully inspire you in your own home buying journey. Let's get into it. What should you do if you keep missing out on properties? Or maybe you're not even getting to the point where you're making offers on property and you've been in the market for a really long time and you just don't feel like you're getting any traction or making any progress. And of course, there is no rush to buy a property. I don't think there's any statistics out there that say this is exactly how long most people take to buy a property. However, if it is taking you over a year And I have met people who have been looking for several years, then there's a very likely chance that there is something that you can change to maybe get a quicker outcome. On average, my clients take six to eight weeks to buy a property. That is from the time that they officially start working with me to actually purchasing. And it's fair to say that when you're working with a buyer's agent, you would expect things to happen a bit quickly because you have a professional working in your team. But just so you know, that is a benchmark which demonstrate that it is actually achievable to buy a property within a couple of months if you're being really proactive and organized. But I would say on average, anywhere between one month and six to eight months should be a rough ballpark on how long it should take to buy if you are financially and emotionally ready. Because bear in mind, the longer you're in the market, the more exhausting it can be and the more disheartened you can get. And ideally, you just don't want to put yourself in that position. So if you keep missing out on properties or if you're not even getting to the point where you're making offers, the key thing to do at the very beginning is to identify the issue. Why is this happening? Because unless you can figure that out, you can't necessarily solve the problem. So I'm going to run through a list of reasons why I often see buyers just not having any luck in the market or missing out on properties and then how to overcome that issue. Firstly, I often see buyers that don't have their property brief clearly written down and your property brief needs to be very clear and concise and you've got to stress test it, really figure out what truly are your non-negotiables and and the locations that you want to live in, but then the locations that you might consider for the perfect property and going out and spending time in those areas so that if a property does come up, then you're already confident to make a decision rather than saying, oh, it's a great house, but I'm not sure about the area. You do all of that homework up front. It's kind of like having a grocery list. When you go to the supermarket, you can get in there, you have everything already 
written down because you've meal planned for the week. So you know exactly what you're looking for. And you're probably going to get in and out of that supermarket a lot faster than if you just rock up with no list and no plan and you have to buy all of your food for the week. But just as importantly as having that property brief is doing a reality check. That is going through the sold section of realestate.com.au or domain and making sure that properties within your brief have been selling for within your budget. Super, super important. If you can't find any properties, it means your brief is not achievable or very, very unachievable. So you do need to change things from the very beginning because otherwise you're essentially going on a wild goose chase or looking for a unicorn. And of course, you're not going to have any success. The second issue I often see is buyers not adjusting to the market. And this is particularly relevant if the market is going up. So if you've been looking for quite a while and prices have gone up, but you are still benchmarking your expectations to properties that sold earlier in the year, then you'll end up pursuing properties that you might not be able to afford because you haven't factored in that capital growth. And it is really hard to get a sense of exactly how much the market has increased over time. There's no websites or online statistics that can tell you this, which is all the more reason why when you're in the market looking at properties, you have to be out there every week looking at how many people are bidding at auction, seeing what things are selling for, checking the sold results, checking the auction results, because that is how you get an understanding of what is happening in the market. And sometimes it can be quite clear that all of a sudden those properties that you're looking for have risen in value in recent months. And in which case you do need to then either somehow increase your budget, which not everyone can do, or adjust your expectations. If that has clearly happened, you cannot keep just doing what you were doing before if all of a sudden prices have increased. And this can also happen on the flip side as well. Sometimes if prices decrease, all of a sudden buyers get a little bit nervous. And instead of buyers sometimes seeing this as an opportunity where all of a sudden they can afford something, which recently they couldn't, sometimes they have a little bit of fear and maybe think that the market will keep on going down and maybe they should wait and see if it goes down further. So in which case they let their fear overtake their decision-making. So at the end of the day, you just need to remember that you can't control the market. You just buy when you are ready, but make sure that you keep track of it because things do change, especially if you're in the market for six, 12, 18 months. Did you know that the first home guidebook is also an online course where I teach you everything you need to know about buying your first home? You can find out more at thefirsthomeguidebook.com.au where you can also download my free checklist, which is a hundred things to look out for at a property inspection. Just head to thefirsthomeguidebook.com.au. The third issue that I often see is buyers who are just not being proactive with keeping in touch with the local real estate agents or trying to get access to off-market properties. We buy on average 30% 
of our clients' properties off market. That is a lot of properties that are out there that aren't on the internet. And the main way to get access to these is through the local real estate agents. So if you have a property brief that is really clear and you've done your reality check, that's what you need to then be communicating with the agents and not just one or two or three or your favorite ones, all of the agents, emailing them and calling them. That is how, as buyer's agents, we manage to purchase so many properties off market. The fourth reason for buyers missing out or taking a long time to buy is because they're not prioritizing their property search. I will sometimes sit down with a new client and they'll tell me they've been looking for a year or longer and I'll say, well, have you been out looking every weekend? Have you been searching every week? I will find a handful of properties that have sold and I'll say, well, these seem to have really suited you. Why didn't you consider these? And they'll say to me, oh, we didn't we didn't see that one. We were taking a break at that time or, you know, we took March off because we were just a little bit tired from everything. And that's okay if you feel the need to do that. But when you're looking for a property, you will get a better outcome if you make it a priority. So keeping every Saturday clear for inspections, making sure you're searching online every week at a minimum, um, ideally daily, setting up your search alerts, speaking to all the agents, because like with anything in life, the more effort you put in, the better outcome you will have. And the last reason why I often see buyers missing out or taking a long time to buy is because they just don't know what they're doing. And for that reason, they don't have the confidence to make decisions. When you first start out looking for a property, it can be a very overwhelming process to understand all of the steps involved, how to find properties, what to say to real estate agents, how to do your due diligence, how to value properties and negotiate. There is a lot involved and it can be quite daunting. And for that reason, I often see buyers who miss out because they just can't get themselves to the point where they are able to make an offer or bid at auctions or make a decision about the right property because they are lacking that information and confidence. So this is where you need to educate yourself. And there are plenty of free resources out there including podcasts and blogs, or there is also for anyone based in Victoria, my first home buy online course, which I teach you every single thing about how to buy a property. But again, the more effort you put in and time and research at the start, the easier journey you will have. And then there's less of a risk of you missing out on a property because maybe you undervalued it because you didn't know how to do your comparable sales analysis or maybe missing out on a property because you couldn't get ready fast enough because you didn't know how to do your due diligence or maybe you're missing out because you didn't ask the real estate agent the right questions and you didn't understand the process of that sale and you missed out for that reason. Ideally, you never want to avoid missing out on a property, especially one that you love just because you didn't understand what was going on or you didn't get ready 
fast enough. Those are things which can be avoided. What you can't avoid is someone else paying more than you, but at least you'll have less regrets if that happens because that is outside your control. The preparation and research is within your control. So how do you know if you're on the right track with your property search? If you are the underbidder on many properties, so what that means is that you're the second highest bidder at an auction, or maybe you've missed out on a couple of properties, but you've been really, really close with your budget, and you have at least one property that you've been considering pursuing each month, I call that a green light. So at a minimum one per month or six on average per six months, then you are actually on the right track. And maybe it's just been a little bit of bad luck. But if you are on the property hunt and you're constantly missing out on properties because they are going well over your budget, or you're just consistently not finding properties, which tick the boxes, and you want to pursue. So you get three, four, five months down the track and you just haven't found anything you like, then that signals that you need to change something. And unless you can identify your issue, you can't start working on changing it. Maybe if you get to the point where you can't figure out what the issue is, or you just feel exhausted, or you just feel like you need that extra bit of help, then you might consider engaging a buyer's advocate who can do all of this on your behalf and they should be able to get you a quicker and better outcome. As always, thanks for listening. Information provided in our podcast is general in nature and does not constitute financial advice. Every effort has been made to ensure the information is accurate. Listeners must not rely on this information to make investment or financial decisions.